0: Welcome to the Meeting Room, a place to gather and discuss all things relating to meat safety, quality, and production. In the last week in the United States, 667,000 cattle were harvested, producing nearly 550 million pounds of beef. In the news this week, the USDA Meat and Poultry Inspection Readiness Grant was paid out and hit nearly $22 million for the year with over 100 grants being awarded. These grants were used to help plants make improvements to their facility and implement inspection services. So, for example, two small processors in Minnesota each received about $200,000. One of those plants was able to use the grant to make upgrades to meet the food safety inspection services cooked and raw separation requirements as well as install a new smokehouse and the other was able to make facility upgrades to be able to actually begin inspection services at their plants uh, which then allowed for the sale of their meat products the niche meat processors assistance network is hosting a western meat school the eight-week course is done in collaboration between multiple universities and we'll teach students information about the entire process of harvest to fabrication, processing, packaging, and even marketing. And the school is aimed to livestock producers, butchers, ag professionals, or really just others interested in the industry. Um, and so check out the um, Niche Meat Processors Assistance Network if that's something you're interested in. I'm not sure if it's an in-person course or online or how that is being done. Uh, but might be something worth looking into. And finally, Doug Ramsey, the COO of Beyond Meat, was arrested for terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. The allegations claim that following a college football game in Fayetteville, Arkansas, Ramsey attacked another man by first punching out the back of his windshield in his vehicle and then punching him and biting the man in the nose, which I, I've i never been in a fight, but I feel like if you're in a fight and you decide to go for a bite, I don't really understand or know why the nose would be the go-to. Um, but again, I've never been in a fight, so what do I know? But uh, that was an interesting article to see uh, come out in this last week. So, anyway, uh, welcome to The Meeting Room. My name is Brianna Boozman, and thank you for joining me this week. Uh, Some of you who listen regularly may have noticed that um, these episodes are, or have become a little bit more sporadic. Um, I was doing really well of the, about every other week, uh, posting and having a pretty consistent schedule. However, um, again, as many of you know, this summer I changed jobs and I'm no longer working in Extension, but am now working for a uh, meat and food technology company. And so um, the podcast has been a little bit on the back burner. It's something I do plan to continue um, and I really enjoy doing, but it just gets a little bit more difficult when it doesn't tie into my Extension work schedule quite so well, um, since I've been working on something different. And so... Um, planning to continue with it, hope to bring on some more guests and things soon. Um, and we'll try to get it a little more consistent schedule, but I'm not going to promise that that will be happening. Um, I also do plan and have already started to post a little bit more on the meeting room pod, Instagram and Facebook. And yes, a TikTok. I don't know if that's, <laughs> if that is going to last, but, um, be sure to check those out. Things. Um, posts about, I mean, things that we talk about here, facts about meat, things about ag production, um, what I'm able to post about what I'm doing at work, those kinds of things will be shared on there. Um, So be sure to check that out as well. And also on those pages, if you have any topics that you would like covered, uh, people you would be interested in having on here, Um, and learning more about, don't hesitate to uh, send a message or uh, make that known, because um, again, not going to guarantee that it would happen, um, but more than willing to look into some of those things. And also, I'll put in a plug of if you're ever doing an event and need somebody to come and speak, or if these topics would be relevant um, in the event that you guys are hosting, don't hesitate to reach out. I do quite a bit of those sorts of things, and it's something I really enjoy doing. Uh, so don't hesitate to reach out on that as well. Uh, so on the last episode, I talked about the process of getting meat to the table and all the hands that have to play into that, and there are so many opportunities for careers in the meat industry um, and just in the ag industry in general, and it's it's really cool to me and something um, I get a kick out of talking about, but Today, I want to dive a little bit more into opportunities that are out there that aren't career driven, um, but things that you can either be involved in just in terms of personal development, professional development, networking, just cool things that you're able to do um, and experiences that you can have. And so I'm going to share some of the cool things that I have gotten to do um, as a member of the meat industry. Most of these are pretty specific to the beef industry. Um, and I'm not sharing these as a like, look at me and look at what I do and what I've gotten to do and all that. But really to show that there are so many things out there. And it's something that you can be involved in and you can be a part of as well. Um, or for many of you, it might be encouraging your, um, your kids, your family members, your friends, who have an interest in this to go after it as well. Um, so. This kind of sparked from this past week, I got to go to Kansas City with the National Cattlemen's Beef Association's Trailblazer Program, um, where, again, a really cool group of people, um, and it's been a fun program to be a part of. So I'll talk a little bit more about that, but uh, that's kind of where this started from. So I'm going to go in a little bit of an order of kind of when I have had these opportunities, different parts of my life, and um, can kind of tie in of who you could be nudging or if it's yourself to be involved in these things. So really for me, um, I grew up on a cow-calf operation. Uh, My family raises Angus cattle. We also have sheep and crops as well. And so the ag industry was something that has always been a part of my life. But my interest in it, I would say, sparked really by being part of 4-H. And so that's a ton of people who are involved in the ag industry. Um, And many who did not grow up in ag, but later kind of found their way to it, did that through either 4-H or FFA. And so um, 4-H also, I will say, isn't just, you know, you show your sheep or your um, heifer or your chicken or you bake some cookies. There are so many cool things out there with 4-H from um, public speaking events, workforce development robotics robotics in nebraska four h is huge, and that's something that is growing into all industries I mean the company that I work for focuses a lot on robotics and it's for the meat and beef industry, which is awesome and so um, my school didn't have an f f a program, so I wasn't able to get involved through that but through four h I was able um to show so I showed cattle and sheep um I did livestock judging which livestock judging though at the time I can't say that oral reasons or standing up in front of a judge and explaining why I placed a class the way I did I can't say it was something I enjoyed but it was an awesome experience and something that was really good for me because it taught me to be able to have um those kind of the one on one conversations, um, being able to present an argument or a side, defend your reasoning um, and to really stand behind that and take the critique. Um, made great friends through 4-H. Some of our like closest family friends came from that. Um, did other public speaking of like the prepared speech contests and those sorts of things. And even even did some of the arts and crafts, which no, that's not necessarily beef related, but I did learn how to sew and I did some sewing projects, both lessons from my mom and from like the facts class in high school. And I have used my sewing machine in both of my full-time careers that I have had. One in doing some like alterations to frocks for the meat lab and the other one has been making these rice bags that are in the shape of meat. Like, yes, I've been making fake meat on my sewing machine. Um, But it's an awesome skill to be able to have and something that uh, shockingly did tie back into my career. So highly recommend getting involved in those organizations, whether that be 4-H, FFA, or both. Moving out of that, though, is there's a lot of similar opportunities within different breed associations. And so uh, specifically, I was part of the South Dakota Angus Association. And with that, I actually was the South Dakota Angus Princess for two years, which was quite the experience. Um, I didn't necessarily do a, a ton with that. It was more so just like handing out ribbons at the state show, um, serve some beans at some people's production sales and that sort of thing. Um, But it was still a good opportunity to meet people who were involved in the association, uh, both kids that were my age in high school, as well as uh, producers across the state. And Uh, One of the cool things with these breed associations is many of them have state as well as national programs and some really cool opportunities. Like I know the Angus Association, um, the National Junior Angus Association, they do um, shows and contests and that sort of thing. But they also do speaking contests, both uh, individual speaking contests, they do team activities, they do barbecue contests and cook-offs, all sorts of different things. And through my involvement in that, um, I actually just last year was able to judge one of the speaking contests at the National Junior Angus Association's um, national show. And so that was a really cool experience, though it wasn't something that I participated in. I still had that connection um, and was able to go back and be able to work with those students through that contest And so these breed associations, there's a number of them for cattle. They also have them for the other species as well. Um, And there's also a lot of organizations in state that are crop focused, just general ag focused, um, Farm Bureau, Midwest Dairy. Those are more like kind of national organizations. But a lot of those also have the state representatives where you can get involved in those organizations either doing activities volunteering that sort of thing um and i actually while i was in college this brings me into my next thing was able to do an internship with ag united for south dakota which was an organization that was made up of all these different industry groups not breed specific but it was um i I might get these off but Uh, South Dakota Beef Council and Cattlemen, Midwest Dairy, Corn Growers, Soybean Association. Um, I want to say like a poultry and egg board was part of it. And there was one or two others as well. Um, And together, those organizations then through Ag United would put on events. We would do breakfast on the farm. We would do um, these like farms after five bus tours. different like meals where you'd go to different restaurants and have producers at each restaurant and the meal would be focused like the like the appetizer was focused on a dairy product, the main meal on beef and the dessert. Well, we'll make the dessert dairy and the appetizer poultry or something along those lines. Uh, did a lot of those kinds of events and a lot of states maybe doesn't have, maybe don't have an organization like that one that brings them all together. But they do have those individual ones that have a ton of those opportunities um, either to sign up and go to one of the events, to be part of it, to volunteer um, and be maybe a rep of like the industry that people can talk to, all sorts of things. Um, even just thinking here in Nebraska at the state fair, there's opportunities to serve in the uh, beef pit, at the birthing pavilion. Um, at helping at the 4-H and FFA shows. All of those things are awesome ways to get involved um, and a great way to connect with people. Again, tying into it, another thing I was able to do in college um, was to be the South Dakota Beef Ambassador. And this program, so to get uh, accepted into it, we had to do like a written response to kind of like letter to the editor type of thing. Um, had to do like a fake news interview. Um, And then I think just like a one-on-one interview or something along those lines. And they, they still do this. I know I helped at the Nebraska contest uh, when I worked in extension and they usually have a high school version of it, a collegiate. And I know like South Dakota even does like the young beef ambassadors where it's like little kids. Um, And so pretty, pretty cool opportunities. Um, And they also, I don't know if they still do a national one, but there was a time where they would do like a national beef ambassador contest as well. And so through the beef ambassador program, this was the first time that I ever went into a classroom to talk about uh, livestock or agriculture. Um, Again, my school didn't have an FFA program, so I'd never had an FFA project that made me go in and talk to kids about cattle or about being around a tractor and staying safe or anything like that and so this was my first time going to a school to talk about meat and beef and um, you know all things beef production and I will never forget I don't remember how I answered but I will never forget being 19 years old I think and going into this classroom And having a second grader ask me how we killed the animals. And it was just kind of an eye-opening experience for me of just having to be able to think about the things that you were presenting, which I know that sounds silly, but genuinely have an idea of where you want things to go, anticipating questions, um, being able to tactfully respond to those questions, because there is a way to answer that. um, But you don't necessarily need to go into excruciating detail when you're talking to a second grader and things like that. So that ended up the Beef Ambassador Program was a really good experience. It only was, I think, a year. um, And I, I didn't go into that many classrooms, but it was that kind of first taste of, you know, this is communicating the story of beef, and it isn't always going to be to Um, your buddy who also raises cattle, maybe just a different breed, but really working with students, with parents, with people to kind of share that story of ag production. Another beef activity um, is the team beef, which is, um, I don't know if states really do this anymore. I had signed up for it in college, and I would use it more now, I think, but uh basically, you got a jersey and they would pay for a uh race registration for if you were a runner, which at the time I wasn't really a runner, <laughs> but I think I knew about it because of the beef ambassador thing um now I'm not going to say I'm a runner, but I'm trying I am doing a half marathon soon, so that's exciting um but there's still i know a number of states that do the Team Beef program. Um and the cool thing to me about the Team Beef isn't like, oh, we're gonna be running, but it's such a sense of community. Like even now, um, if I do a 5K or whatever and I go to one of these races, I maybe don't wear that jersey. But if I ever see anybody wearing the Team Beef shirt, I always go and talk to them. And you always see a group of them like they come around each other they get to know each other um and they also have a really active like online community sharing about races sharing uh recipes and connecting with each other and so if that's where your interest is if you're into uh fitness and running and want to build that community with people who also like the beef industry that might be a pretty cool thing to tap into um so then my last couple so um one thing I'll just put a plug in I'm not going to go into a ton of detail is scholarship opportunities that are out there so I received one from the South Dakota Cattlemen and again a lot of states national um specific breed associations that sort of thing have tons of scholarship dollars available but your student or yourself if you're a student have to be willing to apply Um, So don't be afraid to put yourself out there on that because, again, a lot of these scholarships, I mean, it's funds, which is fantastic, but many of them also come with an experience um, that you might get the chance to interact with somebody. So like the South Dakota Cattleman one, I was then able to go to the South Dakota Primetime uh, Gala and was able to meet the other scholarship recipients, meet other people involved in the industry. Um, And it was a cool experience going along with the scholarship. And then when I was in grad school, um, I was able to do the Certified Angus Beef Youth Beef Leaders Program. So a bit of a mouthful. And this one, I'm putting a plug in that the applications are currently open. And this is focused on college students who want to take a few days they go to uh, Wooster, Ohio. They learn about the Certified Angus Beef um, Program. They learn about um, some different things in beef production. They have their meat scientists do um, carcass demonstrations with them. A lot of hands-on activities. Some really awesome food from their chefs. Um, and again, such a cool opportunity to meet other people. So one of my... Dear, dear friends here in Nebraska, Um, I met when I did this program. Uh, She was in her undergrad and I was out in grad school. We became pals. Um, And then when I moved to Nebraska, she lived in Lincoln. We reconnected. And now we are great friends. And I'm so thankful for that friendship. Um, That never really would have happened. Or if if it would have, it would have been much longer down the line had I not gotten to do that program. So something I highly recommend. It's pretty cool even just to be able to learn about certified Angus beef and really what that brand looks like um, and to be able to go to their headquarters is a pretty cool experience. And finally, the program I'm currently involved in is the National Cattlemen's Beef Association Trailblazers program. Um, This is a year long um, kind of leadership, I guess, type program where we meet about once a month um, virtually and talk about different things about the beef industry, learn about um, NCBA. We've done um, a couple in-person meetings. And to me, the, the coolest thing, again, with this program is, you know, we can hear things about, you know, or we can learn things about working with the media, doing interviews, um, social media, about cooking beef, um, you know, talking to people, having conversations, all of those things. But everybody who's in this program comes from very different backgrounds. Um, type of cattle we raise, if if we're raising any, I no longer live on the farm. I mean, I live in town, but I'm still very involved in the beef industry. number of cattle you have, area of interest, geography that you're working with all of those things are so different, but all of us have that shared interest in the beef industry which has been so cool and it's such a fun group to be able to work with. Um, and so I'm thankful for that opportunity too and next year uh, be sure to to check that out when those applications come available as well. So that is my list of opportunities. <laughs> that I have been so fortunate to be able to have Um, you know, there's things I didn't go into of while in college, doing international travel um, different opportunities that I had that weren't necessarily be focused. But my biggest advice with it would be to just be willing to put yourself out there because there's a number of different programs that I went through. um, And the things that they have in common is number one, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and apply. The application process or and there's times you maybe need a letter of recommendation or things like that and it can be kind of intimidating. But don't hesitate to put yourself out there because you never know what you could get out of it. And there's times that just going through that application process can be really eye-opening too um, of what it is that you have to bring to the table and what what your interests are for going forward and other things um, that you might want to be able to be involved in. And so um, the second thing I'd say they all have in common is that there are opportunities in all of these things to hone in skills, um, increase your knowledge, increase your speaking ability, everything from 4-H to um, this current Trailblazer program, all of those things had those components. But more importantly, in every one of those things, you have an opportunity to connect with people. And those connections can be incredible. And I mean, I mentioned a friend that came from the Certified Angus Beef program. She is now in the Trailblazers program with me. And she's somebody who I anticipate will be a lifelong friend. And actually, I did an interview with her, Uh, Natalie Jones was one of these podcast episodes, um, talks about her ranch, about her life on the Sandhills, episode 39, Stake in the Sandhills. Check that out. Um, And all of these things, though, they're great ways to connect with people and really to build lifelong friendships. um, And I'm so thankful for them. And I'm so thankful for the people uh, that I've been able to work with through them. And so, to be able to get connected in these things, check out what's happening at your state's land grant universities. A lot of times, there's different programs through extension that you could be part of. Uh, look into breed associations, uh, farm bureau, or national organizations that might have a something at the state level, um, county or state cattlemen's groups. Um, outside of cattle, look at crop groups, look at other species groups. Um, Even other just like ag businesses in your community or again at the state level might have some programs out there that it might be a one night meeting, or it might be um, something that happens over the course of the year. But don't be afraid to apply um, and don't be afraid to to give it a try because you never know uh, where it could lead or who you might get to meet um, and the relationships that you could build. So with that, thank you for joining me this week in the meeting room, and I look forward to visiting with you again.